All right. We are four sleeps away. One, two, three. Well, actually three sleeps away from uh, election day. It's on Thursday, June the 2nd. Hard to believe. Monday, May the 30th. Month almost gone like that. And of course, the advance polls shut down on Saturday. We had 10 days of advance polls. And if you didn't uh, vote, then our next guest hopes that you are going to hear his message loud and clear. He tried to put his message out to the folks that were at the, uh, uh, one of Doug Ford's rallies in London, Ontario at the Lamp Lighter Inn, uh, when he stepped on stage and was basically accused Doug Ford of privatizing healthcare. Have a listen. This is what it sounded like. And thank you for coming out today. Mr. Ford, you're privatizing our health care. You need to be honest with us. Yeah. Uh, he was dragged off stage. I believe there were people chanting in the background. I don't know what they were chanting, uh, but Jeffrey Hanks, who's the co-chair of the London Health Coalition, was the man that stepped on stage and confronted Doug Ford on Sunday. And he joins the show now. Welcome to the program. Good to have you on the Kelly Cotrera Show in 640 Toronto. Thanks so much for having me. What were the uh, folks chanting after you got dragged off? Do you know? Um, I didn't hear that part, to be honest. Okay, because I know they were chanting something, but I don't know if it was, uh, you know, in favor of having you dragged off the stage or what. What made you step on stage? Uh, I think people are going to vote and they don't realize that Ford's uh, privatizing our health care. So I just want people to make an informed decision and vote accordingly. Okay, so you're uh, accusing Doug Ford of privatizing health care. Can you tell us how? Well, he, his health minister, Christine Elliott, announced in February they're expanding private hospitals and, and expanding private clinics. So that's pretty obvious. And then in July, they made an announcement that they're giving $24 million to independent health care facilities. But that's kind of uh, misleading to the public because, you know, he's expanding private hospitals and private clinics with the money. And your fear is as well that this is going to push wait times back. It's not just a case of people, because I know when this comes up, and this has been coming up for years, the idea of privatization and how in some ways it will, it, if you gave uh, people the option to pay, then it would take them out of the queue for testing and it actually might speed things up. Uh, you're saying that this probably is unlikely because of why? Well, if the same doctor is doing the surgery in the public system and the private, and he says, uh, oh, well, I can see you can wait a year. I can see you next uh, week in my clinic. He's doing the the rich person. Our tax dollars are subsidizing somebody who's rich to get the front of the line. And we wait even longer because that doctor is busy doing surgeries in the public or in the private. And in Britain, uh, the the, uh, private sector actually was telling doctors to do less surgeries in the public. So people were forced to pay for it. So I'm also hearing about cancer tests. There was a tweet that went uh, blood work for cancer patients. There was a tweet that went viral about the fact that you'll have to pay $86 for a test like this. What do you know about that? As far as I know, that's untrue. But uh, there was uh, co- uh, vaccinations that uh, Ford gave a contract to FH Health. And all the directors on the board of that company uh, donated to the Ford campaign. So um, you know, I'm just concerned that uh, public health care, once uh, corporations start, uh, well, they've been banging at the door for years with, uh, you know, a lot of money. And uh, we we just would all suffer if uh, if he was allowed to do this, basically. 
it undermines our democracy if huge uh, companies can uh, donate to his uh, com- donate to his party and get uh, get private contracts. You know, he can use that money to get reelected, unfortunately, and sell off more of our public assets like healthcare. Jeff, we're we're speaking with uh, Jeffrey. Uh, Hanks, who was the uh, fellow that stepped on stage at the Lamplighter um, Club in London, Ontario, over the weekend, was dragged off at the uh, PC rally for Doug Ford. Um, did you plan to step on stage, or was it a spur-of-the-moment thing? Uh, four years ago, Ford did a campaign stop in London, uh, campaigning for the uh, election, and he did his campaign from a private clinic. So... You know, I regret not stepping in front of the cameras then and, and warning people because, uh, um, you know, it's it sounds like he's planned this all along. And I just wasn't, I needed to do it this time. Well, you did it and you got some press, but do you regret that your message may have been lost uh, with the way you chose to deliver it by stepping on stage? Because I think sometimes people uh, would look at you know, that kind of action and say, oh, that's, we're going to dismiss this person because, you know, yeah, it's obviously. Absolutely. I I do regret that part of it, but uh, um, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, I don't want to say it's a necessary thing. It was what I chose to do. And uh, regretfully, I didn't want to uh, hurt anybody or mm-hmm. cause a problem, but people need to know that private, you know, he's privatizing home care, uh, thousands of long-term care beds, uh, COVID testing, um, uh, vaccinations, like uh, the the backlog of surgeries. Instead of doing it in the public system where it'll cost less, um, he wants to privatize the backlog of surgeries. And once he does that, uh, you know, there's a court case where an American or a BC doctor is suing to bring in uh, two-tier tier healthcare. And that doesn't help us. Uh, there was a report that was put on put out quite a few years ago that profit is not the cure. It's uh, the costs are greater. There's more death. There's worse outcomes and less patient satisfaction. The wait times are increased. And it the report also talked about uh, universal single payer helps our businesses compete with the U.S. because they have such high premium premiums over there. So mm-hmm. it just uh, it. Uh, astounds me that the Ontario Chamber of Commerce would give a report to Ford saying they want to make our $52 billion healthcare system open for business and Ford would would run with it. What kind of, are you concerned about uh, you, your position as, as chair of the London Health Coalition for bringing this up in, in the manner that you did? Or uh, are your, you know, your colleagues and peers behind you? Um, it's... Um I think it's uh I'm getting support yep. but you know it's a wait and see thing how how things play out um to be so honest. So you it sounds like you felt like you had to speak up now. Uh did you purposefully choose now uh was it just a convenience of location cuz he was Doug Ford was in London yesterday or did you choose this knowing that the advance polls were uh, shut, and this could be the time within these next three days for you to change hearts and minds with your There was no really thought that went into it. Um, I'm a nurse. I've worked on the front lines for years, and I've just had to fight and fight and fight against all the cuts, you know, for, for years and years. So, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all kinds of American people have been commenting, like, uh, the states is a horror story, not a blueprint. Um, 
don't let this happen to your health care. You know, millions of people don't have health care. If they get sick, they, they lose everything. Uh, insurance companies hire a doctor to go through their, uh, their um, medical insurance and deny them, and they make money doing that. Um, so we, even Britain's experiment with us, they were writing us years ago saying, don't do this. We did it, and we just want to go back to the way it was. So, Jeffrey, obviously you're passionate about this. You can hear it in your voice. It's it's important. You know, if indeed we should be hearing about uh, plans to privatize, then, th- you know, you one would hope that government officials that are planning this, if they are indeed planning it, I say if because I don't have any of the facts with me right now, uh, if they are, that we should know about it and they should be transparent. That's what we want. If government's not getting the message that people want transparency, especially leading up to an election, then uh, that's a big, you know, that that's a red flag. But uh, I was unaware of the fact that you are indeed a nurse. Can you speak to it from the your concern about the possibility of what uh, you feel Doug Ford is doing, um, you know, bringing in privatization very stealthily to healthcare? Uh, from the perspective of nurses being burnt out right now and the, uh, I guess, the enticement of moving private. So so we're short 22,000 nurses already in Ontario. And uh, the, the the private sector cherry picks uh, uh, doctors and nurses. Where are the nurses going to come from? And they, they cherry pick the procedures that help pay for the public system, leaving the public system with costlier um, more sick patients with no way to offset the costs. Um, so having the parallel system uh, beside each other, it just, you know, the, the public system, why would the, why would the rich uh, support putting more money into the public system? And, uh, you know, we've needed uh, investment in beds. Like we cut 18,000 beds since the 1990s. We've cut uh, um, 100,000 nursing hours in in my city. 200 million was cut over five years that the Liberals gave 0% to hospitals. Um, and the Conservatives uh, have never really, um, you know, put a lot of money into beds. They they argued in a report that, uh, the, you know, adding more beds wasn't the only solution. And so hallway medicine has just gotten worse under Ford. When well, Doug Ford that. says that he's added more beds uh, this year alone, but... Uh, you know, you can add all the beds you want. If you don't have the staff to staff those beds, they're not really beds. Exactly. And giving 1% to nurses before the pandemic, cutting people's paid workers' paid sick days, I think it's been a disaster for my profession. And uh, nurses leaving in droves. And, uh, you know, I just think that uh, privatization is not the answer. And he needs to just he should have been honest with Ontarians for this election. People are going to vote and not know that he's doing this. Okay, Jeffrey, just to wrap things up with a pretty little bow here, and it might not, maybe that's the wrong analogy to use. Uh, you don't have any definitive proof that Doug Ford is privatizing anything by stealth. You're saying based on, and, and you know, please feel free to correct me on this, based on announcements made by the health minister uh, from private clinics and, uh, you know, uh, th- that that this is the way things are going to go. Am I correct in that? Like, there's no definitive proof yet. Well, there is definitive proof. I mean, okay. if he says he's expanding private clinics and private hospitals, there was a moratorium on private hospitals. Once he once he does that, then uh, then all the big companies from the U.S. can say, "Well, we want to build private hospitals and provide care too." That. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, yes, he is doing it. Lots of proof. It's everywhere. So um, we just need to vote accordingly. 
All right. Well, the only thing that I guess uh, I, that confused me is the fact that this tweet went viral and it was about the $86 um, screening test for cancer blood work that used to be on the OHIP list that's, that's been taken off. That's inaccurate as far as okay. I know, but he, he did privatize the COVID testing and people were uh, asked to pay like $200 for, for tests with some company. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah Shoppers I, Drug Mart uh, was, you know, they've been asked to... Uh, uh, do different things, and they were sending testing to California at one point. Mm-hmm. Fine, Jeffrey. I want to thank you. I think I got confused when you uh, said that 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 eighty six dollar Life Labs test was uh, inaccurate. So that's where I, uh, the confusion was. But I appreciate you clearing it up. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And um, I guess you're going to think twice about how you deliver your message. But at the end of the day, listen. A lot of people heard you today on the show, yeah. so maybe. It wasn't the worst course of action for you to choose to do. Thanks so much. I really appreciate your time. All right. I appreciate your time. Jeffrey Hanks, chair of the London Health Coalition. Look, if you're desperate to get your message out and you don't feel like you're going to be heard, I guess desperate times, desperate measures.